0: Game of Thrones, yeah, Game of Thrones, fucking Game of Thrones, fucking Game of Thrones, fucking Game of Thrones, fucking Game of Thrones, yeah, Game of Thrones, yeah, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, fucking Game of Thrones, fucking Game of Thrones, fucking Game of Thrones, yeah, Game of Thrones, yeah, Game of Thrones, yeah Game of Thrones,
1: fucking game of the Horizon. Hello everyone, and welcome to Post Game of Thrones. The official Post Game of Thrones podcast of Game of Thrones. I'm your host Eddie Colazo, also known as the Mean Meme Machine, <laughs> and with me as always, Bricks Oglesby. Uh, it's your good old-fashioned lover boy. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> uh, everybody meaning like the the viewers?
2: Yeah, but also also you.
1: Okay. Uh, well, I I started class again. And... Oh yeah, me too, man. What are you taking? But the thing is, the only well. The only classes I need to take are the ones I put off forever, so now I'm taking like math and science because I'm uh, Uh a, like an English idiot. I'm so hard. No, I'm going for education to be a teacher. But oh, nice. Yeah, so I just have to do all my, all my algebras and my earth scientists and my sedimentary rocks and yeah, dude. There's so many kinds of rocks. Just because I mostly. I mostly just can't bullshit it. I have to. I'm like, I have to sit and do this problem. I can't just write like a two page essay about. Like, oh yeah. A, a culture or something.
2: This is bullshit. Yeah, the social sciences are great because you can just.
1: There's no. There's no wrong answers
2: in the entire field. Uh,
1: did I ever tell you I won the Social Justice Warrior Award? Really? For, for like, for, there was one semester I won like sociology and psychology academic achievement award wow and i asked the teacher i was like is this because i got a good grade or like what she's like oh no you just like actually knew things (laughs) like like we did some exercise because it was like sociology 101 and it's like how much money do you think the elite has and like everyone knows this it's like the one the the one percent or whatever you know so i'm like they have all the money and everyone else is like Whoa, Check your pockets, we don't have any. so much. Yeah. And I'm and, and like, because I knew basic things of the Earth, I, I got a plaque with my name on it.
2: Nice, man. I'm really proud of you.
1: Thanks, that was last year. But this year, today, we're uh, going to talk about Game of Thrones, the, the television. Yeah. I guess. And Season 1, Episode 10, the season finale, Fire and Blood. We did it. We did it, Reddit. Yeah. We did it. And uh what happened to this one? Nothing. It was boring. See you next week. Yeah. Damn, um, damn, 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 I
2: saw okay. dope. That was a really good movie. Um Oh. Yeah, it's like a coming of age thing and it's in uh, Inglewood, mm-hmm. California. And it's mm-hmm. It's this Oh man, the soundtrack. It's like all like 90s hip hop. And Okay, I'm into it. Like every 5 minutes I was like, "Hey, my girlfriend. Hey. Hey, I know this De La Soul song. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> it was it was wow. It was my guy. shining moment. Like wow, me myself and I. You've heard that you you know a tribe called Quest. You're so cultured, Brooks. Good job. Everybody in the theater turned around and said that to me. In
1: unison, starts, starts They all start clapping together. Uh, I've been playing Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, nice. It's it's real fucking good. Yeah, I've seen a whole bunch of uh, memes that I don't they're... get. Yeah, other than they just being like a titty lady in it, pretty good so far.
2: <laughs> nice. I know there's a dog in it.
1: Yeah, I just got I hope the that was mission with him. He's fantastic. No, there's a dog. Great. He's, he's amazing. He has an eye patch. There was one oh, nice. point when a guard pulled the classic like, "Huh, what's this?" And sh- she shined the light, and I like dove out to the side, and I just had the dog stay there. And then the guy got mad because there was just a dog there, so he tried to shoo him away, and the dog just ate his face. So, video games. Nice! What a good dog. Yeah. Good dog. There's, there's an a, a, a actual command, a button prompt. If you go next to him and press triangle, you pat him and say, Good dog. So, game of the year.
2: Oh, holy shit! It's like me in the chow garden in Sonic Adventure 2, just patting away for hours and hours. <laughs>
1: That's what you call it? Yeah, just, just, just patting away. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this TV show.
2: Uh, yeah, alright. We'll get to that segment of the show. Um, Sean Bean is still credited in the intro, which is hilarious.
1: Well, his head is up on a spike, so... But yeah! His likeness is, cre- is in it.
2: Yeah, and like his, his twitchy, headless body a little bit. And his blood. A lot of his blood.
1: His, his, his nice, drippy blood. And, uh, yeah, first note here cool head Ned. Hanging out. Yep. With no head. And I like the the repeated boy to Arya of every single character. Yeah,
2: why does everybody. Why why does every man in Arya's life just, like. Like, they don't even explain why she has to be a boy or, like, why it's safer or whatever. Like, they always just have to do the really cryptic argument where, like, they call her boy repeatedly and she's like, I'm a girl. And they're, like, every I mean, time it's like that's this... weird for a boy to say, and it's like you can. Yeah.
1: In this entire like commotion, you can't just be like, "Listen, I'm gonna say you're a boy. Just go with it. Like no one will yeah. know you are." But he's like, "Come on, just like boy. a little, let's go, boy. Just
2: you can just be like a little patriarchy 101 Boom, that's all you gotta do. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there you go. And <laughs> And the social justice warrior award goes to." <laughs> yoren he did it yeah <laughs> sansa
2: beefs it in this episode and i forgot about that
1: yeah i know we'll, we'll get to that so what yeah the first season is just like the aftermath right and then him taking Arthur yeah away. okay and uh what happens we go back to winterfell with and bran in, like the spooky house he- right?
2: here's the thing about this scene i've seen the whole show before i've read all the books and still, like, it doesn't immediately click for me that it's a dream when I see Bran walking around Winterfell. Like, I saw him walking around, and I was like, oh, I forgot that Bran healed. And then they changed it so that he could walk. <laughs> and then I see the three-eyed crow, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's actually a dream.
1: Yeah, I, I uh, the first thing I thought is I saw the three-eyed crow, and I thought, like, fuck, a raven immediately? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not, no time? Yeah, Same. And then uh, Rickon's down in this Oh my he, god. And he says, I exist. And Brand's like, no he you don't! Emerges,
2: he a emerges ghost. from the fucking darkness of the crypts, tells them that they had a premonition of his father's death, and then just, like, fucking turns around and Me. goes back! And that's <laughs> it! Like, Osho like, was, like, basically their live-in babysitter. And she was just like, alright, three-year-old child, stay in the fucking cemetery unattended
1: what the fuck
2: how long has he been there the whole season Yeah, right? he has to be like there's a lot of like speculation as to where Rickon's gonna be at the end of all this and everything and like if he ends up as like team white walker and like some spiteful villain like, I can't blame you buddy
1: I know no one remembers you exist until you're directly yeah. in front of
2: them, and then he just like Even... phases out of re- like nobody has object permanence in Winterfell.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he he just turns to dust, and then no one acknowledges <laughs> him after that. Yeah, he's just the Sandman from Spider-Man Three. <laughs> um, Also, what happens? There's, there's a did Liana? you know,
2: did you? Sorry, it cut out, and I didn't hear what you said. I didn't mean to cut you off, mm-hmm. but. Did you see Hodor in the scene? It was really sad.
1: What happened? I
2: okay, remember. so they're like... Osha and Bran are talking about uh, going down to the crypts. And mm-hmm. Hodor is in the background just, like, walking a completely different direction around the courtyard. And he looks at Bran and Osha and, like, he gets excited because it's, like, their friend or whatever. And immediately when he looks over, Bran goes, You're afraid, just like Hodor... And he stops in his fucking tracks and looks so hurt. And then it zooms it in on Bran's face in a different shot, and you just see, like, uh, a blurry Hodor just, like, turning, walking away, and sadly looking back a couple of times. <laughs> it, it was it was so
1: sad. Bran destroying him for no reason. murderous streets. Your main mode of transportation. <laughs> and you're just gonna destroy his soul like that.
2: Yeah. But anyways, I, I was just like, it's, the dramatic irony in this scene is like, I think, it, like, they just got out of ninth grade English and they learned what dramatic irony was. Because Osho was like, haha, <laughs> don't worry, your dad won't be dead for many, many years.
1: Hey, it's me, Lewin. I was um, like, hey, guess whose pops got murdered? You, yeah. nice. Nice, love it. He doesn't actually say that, we, we just see him looking sad with a piece of paper that was deleted. Yeah, it could have been anything. So the paper could have even been delivered before this scene. Yeah. So it might have been earlier. he Could have just yeah. found
2: some racy drawings under Brand's bed and been like,
1: "Brandon." Mhm. It's just pictures of Brand walking, but he has a big <laughs> <woman. laughs>
2: I mean, that's what I draw. This is my racy drawings are just me with a giant bone Uh-huh.
1: And no nothing else. Nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is what it this is what the good stuff is. <laughs> Uh, and then we go to, like, the Rob camp, where he is just beating the fuck he's out of just, the tree. Like, cr- crying
2: <laughs> next to a tree should be the Stark sigil. It's just, it's all the Starks ever do. <laughs> really Man, closely. He's, he's just beating the absolute goddamn fuck out of that tree. And, like, here's the thing. It's, it's like a really emotional affecting scene on one level, but there's something about just, like, the editing that made it really, really funny to me.
1: I know. I just couldn't take it. He's safe. just fucking
2: annihilating the tree, and then you just hear Cat's voice, just like Rob, Rob, but he just won't fucking stop for a minute.
1: And that's another thing of like you could see him doing this in the book because he's like fifteen and he's just having a temper. Yeah,
2: I put that in my notes. Like, like
1: if, if eighteen or nineteen here. Yeah, like a
2: ninth grader being mad and hitting a tree. Sure.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I like. He's like, I'll kill them all. Which whenever, you know, someone says that in this show, it always works out perfectly. Just vowing to kill everyone. And then, just, I don't know why this is so funny to me, but Cat hugs him and she's like, first we will get your sisters. Then we will kill them all. It was like, such a I, line. I said that, Mom. Like, yeah. I get, like, we're on the same page. Like, I'm not just going to kill everyone, including your yeah. sisters. Like, like, I get it. It was, that line
2: sat with me for a while. Because, like, it's it's super not what Book Cat would say at all, no matter how upset she is. Even later in this episode, it really contradicts. But, like, I understand. Like, it works. She's, you know, grieving and stuff. But it was...
1: It... Yeah, we will kill them all. Meanwhile, you have, like, the second best Lannister in your possession. And you just leave him there tied to the. Yeah.
2: And like, every other scene, she's like, Oh, I'm so worried about my son. I wish we could just go to the north and be independent and not have to go to war. And then she's like, let's go murder every single person that isn't our daughters.
1: <laughs> what could go wrong? Uh and that's that's I think that's it for them for now. Yeah, pretty much.
2: They hug it out. Right, and then we and then we go to uh And Marillion's like, fucking roasting yeah. that
1: king. Yeah, he really is. And I forgot that the next like three seasons are just the constant like Joffrey is a piece of shit parade. Yeah, like I re- remember Joffrey's bad and we hate him, but I forgot we're gonna have to experience. Yeah, it I kind of. It was,
2: it was uh, refreshing. Is the wrong word, but uh, it was a it was a good reminder of how garbage he is.
1: Yeah, just like what do you prefer your your hands or your tongue?
2: There's like, every dude needs fingers, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you know what I mean, you know what I mean! And I was you like, nah, I mean, nah, Kingsguard. nah, you gotta keep the tongue. Your tongue. Your tongue. I'm not gonna do Jamaican Kingsguard.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, I was that. I was wondering if Jama- Jamaican Maren Trant was gonna make an appearance.
1: No. <laughs> just, just wait until, uh... Ygritte finally appears, and Kim's on the show, and just gets furious because, like, constantly trying oh, yeah to make an accent, as my, <laughs> as my impression of her. And yeah, this guy, like, what a... He's like, oh, you can remove his, his tongue, Sir Illin, you know all about that bullshit. Like, you had it. Yeah! Own owned. wrecked, <laughs> I'm out of here, deuces. Like... like <laughs> What a fuck. But, but, Sir Illan he's like, he's like, yeah, you're not wrong. And then he just goes and fucking like, ready. does it. Gets his hot pliers and he's yeah. ready to go.
2: Spits hot pliers.
1: Yes. <laughs> and then it just continues. He's like, oh, you, Sansa, come with me. Look at your dead father's head. Yeah.
2: It was, I like this scene. It was, because, first of all, when, Joffrey is apparently completely unaware that Sansa was the one who murdered Septa Mordane. He's like, Oh, I killed your Septa too. And it's like, No, you fucking didn't, dude. She's like, oh, you, he's
1: just, you just, you just like, I roasted her. You
2: took old Yeller behind the barn and like, did her, did her a service.
1: Uh
2: huh.
1: <laughs> just this whole scene, just look at him. Look at how bad I am. And she's like, I know, I know you're really bad, Joffrey. Like, yeah, you fucking suck. We all know it. And I was looking because in the original run, wasn't there like a George Bush head or something? There was, yeah. It was
2: like I saw. I went. I googled the picture, and it was right next to Septimorthing.
1: Yeah, I didn't see it on this. Yeah. so I guess they edited it out. And, and I remember the excuse was like, "Oh, we just had to oh, find we just, whatever prosthetic. Yeah. We just
2: went to the prosthetic like, wax museum, and we just happened to we just put our hand in the so in, in the just, five dollar bargain bin and pulled out. Oops, George W. Bush."
1: You just happen to have only a prosthetic George W. Bush head on scene in Croatia? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's the only one, really?
2: Yeah,
1: okay. W W's is, w is big but over there. Can, yeah, but you could have, like, a Sean Bean and Septimordain created immediately.
2: Yeah.
1: But everyone else just, whatever we got. George Bush, what could go right. wrong?
2: Hmm. So yeah, uh, Joffrey's like, I'll serve you his head on a steak. And then Pip shows up and he's like, Sam, we'll eat anything on a steak. And then the Hound's like, don't don't push Joffrey off the small bridge. And then Pip's like, don't push Samwell another sausage. And um, another joke I wrote for this scene was that Joffrey should have told Sansa that he was serving her ahead of Nettis. And that's all I got. I
1: thought we would at least get to when Pip shows up in the episode before we did this bit again. Oh, no. (laughs) But but i guess the charm of it <laughs> is that it can happen anytime the
2: charm of it is just like if i just like enjoy a scene and don't really like get anything discussion worthy out of it it's just like what can i rhyme with a food
1: what would pip say here this is wwpd I mean, since it does does get a pretty good burn like the best one since i don't care
2: oh yeah
1: because this one actually had she's like and then i'm going to give you your brother's head or maybe he'll give me yours and joffrey just Could she do that? Like he can't, he can't believe that she spoke words.
2: He actually didn't
1: even hear what she said.
2: Yeah, he's such a fucking shithead. (laughs) He's like, oh, my mother told me to never
1: hit a woman, and it's like you're not getting the point of that lesson. You're so so close, Chopper. Remember this. Remember this. Four seasons from now.
2: I know, right? It's fucking. uh. But yeah, then the Hound is like. Here, I have my handkerchief. People are gonna ship this.
1: Have fun. Yeah. Hold on to my hanky, because you're gonna get the shit beat out of you some more. Oh, uh, Yeah. Joy. It's... Well, true love. True love's
2: first wipe.
1: <laughs> you never forget your first wipe.
2: <laughs> I mean, I sure haven't.
1: <laughs> uh... What, what happens after this? There's, like, the king
2: in the north? Uh, the great John's shouting some shit, yeah. Yeah. And, like, fucking everybody's all up on Ren- all up Renly's ass because, like, apparently the only thing that's good about Stannis is that he fucking is legally the fucking heir. And nobody has any criticisms about Renly because D&D won't stop jerking off about him for even a minute. Nothing about how he's, like, I don't know, Vain or flippant or arrogant or never fought battle in his life and is so dismissive of all lies that he's willing to laws that he's willing to go to war over with his brother over it, but that's okay because he's got
1: charisma. That's okay. Stannis hasn't even appeared yet, and everyone's like, I'm not yeah, here. He's a fucking, fucking Stannis. lobster. <laughs> yeah, that fucking bold asshole motherfucker. Like, whoa, great job. Yeah. There are kids like, like, here. You got two fingers. Uh, and yeah, like. He just yelled, like, it was the dragons we bowed to. Like, kind of, but not really. Like, it was just a guy, technically, but sure. And Theon is just getting, like, progressively more excited because he knows there's going to be fighting soon. Yeah. Like, there's going to be fighting, there's going to be a rebellion, there's going to be, like, (laughs) some type of conflict that he can get his dick into. Yeah. And he's just so ready for it. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: fucking locked and loaded. I love then, I love course, seeing all the northern uh, folk, though. It was like, this is what I love about the earlier seasons. Is that there's so many, it feels almost as big as the books, which is not the case later on.
1: But yeah. Like, even though they're not named, it's like, oh, there's the Umbers and the Coddarks yeah. and these people, whoever. Other northern half. Mormons. Yeah. They're probably there. Yeah. And- And then everyone just starts yelling, the king of the north! For like... (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot
2: of chanting in season one, a lot more than I remembered.
1: (laughs) And Rob just being like, I've made a huge mistake.
2: Yeah. And like, this is a lot more faithful to book Cat in this scene too, because like, she's doing her best to like, look supportive, but like, she's clearly upset. And it's just, it's just a really big leap from that last scene. Because, like, the last scene was, like, let's save your sisters and then murder every other person and literally overthrow like, everyone. really,
1: all she needed, uh, the only other thing she needed to say was fire and blood. And, like, it would have fit. Right, yeah. Like, oh, sure. Yeah, kill the masters. Uh-huh, and now she's
2: just... She's like, maybe we shouldn't only style. fight enough to just declare independence.
1: That's too much. Eh, yeah, second thought. Yeah. And I just, like, she goes out... And I just keep thinking about how cold Jamie must be. Yeah. Is. <laughs> and why
2: like do they teach all Lannisters that like when you don't have an escape plan you should just be a fucking asshole for no reason to your captor?
1: Like, if you can't escape, talk about either how much money you have or how like you're gonna fuck your captor.
2: Yeah, like hey I
1: I, those are your two options. Hey I heard
2: about old no head Ned, does that mean you're like looking to smash?
1: And it's like, what
2: what's your what's your
1: fucking game here, dude? Hey, like, Lady Cat, you looking to take a trip to Bone Town? Hey, you want
2: some dick that's alive, Uh, unlike your husband?
1: (laughs) And I like how, while Sansa, on every bluff check, rolls a natural 20, Cat just gets, like, a 2. Yep. And, cause she's like, I will kill you where you stand, sir! And he's like, yeah, okay. Sure.
2: Yeah! And then she, like, presses him for information about, like, why she... Why, like, he paralyzed Bran and shit. And then he was like, oh man, it's gonna be a long war, I probably shouldn't talk about this. And then she just drops her weapon and walks away. Yeah. Well, I guess you're right. I and should you, get some rest.
1: Like, I I guess she's so used to just failing at everything that she's like, tell me what happened. He's like, oh, I, I pushed him out the window. Like, he saw something he wasn't supposed to. And she's just like, what? Like, what? Yeah, it worked? <laughs> well, I gotta get out of here. And we do get the, uh, like one of the best jamie lines yeah of forever where she's like there's a special place in for men like you For men like you there are no men like me only me uh, there's such a fucking layout yeah <laughs> he actually got captured just so he could oh take yeah line that he had saved up for like five years definitely just wait until i'm captured by an enemy and they say i'm gonna go to hell just <laughs> fucking
2: wait so yeah, Cersei and Lancel are fucking. That's about it.
1: Yeah, my my one note for this brief scene is I forgot about Lancel Dick.
2: Yeah, it, yeah. it's a forgettable dick. I gotta say.
1: And like, how he's just like, "What's going on? Is there a, there's a war? Is
2: that the battle?" He's season? so like, fucking. He's so fucking like Robin Hood, men and tights in season one.
1: He is. He has like. <laughs> he's like a medieval body. parody. He, like, he does. He has like the feathered three-corner cap yeah like what are you wearing like he's what I thought people
2: in Game of Thrones were before I watched the show
1: yeah <laughs> he's the Renfair yeah. come to life and Cersei's just like whatever where's the dick yeah what where's the know? dick shut up
2: and then we have more Lannister stuff we go to down yeah Town, right? and they're all like here's some battle plans and then Tywin's like no wait but he's my son everybody get out and Tywin's armor just looks
1: yeah sad. dude He looks so good. (laughs) Like, I'm. It's just us for 50 minutes. Tywin is so good, dude. Dude, I
2: fucking. Oh, I appreciate him so much more the second time around. Such a (laughs) fucking powerhouse.
1: Just giant, like, World of Warcraft (laughs) pauldrons with tigers on them, or lions. Yeah. And it's, like, tiny. (laughs) I do. His fucking.
2: My favorite thing about this scene is that, like, the dramatic irony. Because, like, the audience all knows that, like, the White Walkers are the real problem, and, like, we all need to be, like, preparing for winter and shit. And it's like, climate. Okay, so, like, climate change is the real problem, and Tywin's plan is to set the entire fucking Amazon rainforest on fire. It's so great. He's gonna fuck up everything. He's just like, hey, all that fertile land, the entire Florida Crescent, let's just fucking get rid of it.
1: Let's just send the mountain through it, and just see what happens. Yeah. And I do like Tywin has some line. He's like, all this fighting is madness and stupidity, which is, like, a great way to summarize Game of Thrones yeah. TV show. Nailed it. Boom. Thanks, Papa Tywin. And then he says uh, Tyrion's gonna be Hand of the King. Yeah, yeah, but no prostitutes, young man. No whores. Whatever you do, yeah. I'm your papa. And also your... <laughs> Which, like, just has to be because I want a closer Lannister to do it. Yeah. Either that, or he wants Tyrion away from him. <laughs> yeah, like, it's still, <laughs> the only two of... It's
2: still like, the nicest thing Tywin's ever done for him, but it's still really shit. Uh-huh.
1: And also, the Hand of the King is never, like, respected. Yeah. You know? Everyone always hates the Hand, because they have to actually do yeah. the laws and stuff. They have to wipe. Mm-hmm.
2: Tyrion's- Tyrion will never forget his first wife.
1: he never forget his first wife. And, uh, what he, then he goes to Shay, right, and he's like, you're not coming. And then she goes, but I want to. And he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or is that... Yeah!
2: It was just like, yeah, that was, I think that was a little later. But, like, this is, like, he finally got some, de- even if it's, like, fake, some degree of respect from his father and, like, some degree of, like, trust. And he's like, ah, but I need some conflict for season two, so you can come.
1: Like, it's very... And we, and we also do get Shay the funny whore.
2: Oh, my that. God. The delivery, though. It's just so good.
1: Shay the funny whore. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, that happens Let's... what happened? Oh, now we get all the Dothraki stuff, right? Which is, like, the best shit. Yeah. Danny's sleeping Because... Danny's sleeping. J- 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 Me and Kim just spent this entire, like, scene talking about how fucked up Jorah looks. <laughs> Cause, Cause, like, I, to me, it looked like he was showing years of blading, like on his forehead. He just yeah, like old and dead. And Kim said he looks like an Elio's people, <laughs> which, which I thought was fantastic. Uh, thanks, Kim. Yeah, and then they just start roasting her unborn. Son. Oh my god! Yeah, he was born of glass bones and paper skin. He was like a demon, he had bat wings and horns on his head. And he was he was I don't know if you caught this, but he was full of grey worms. Oh my god, you're so
2: right. Yeah. Damn, that's another theory right there. I need to look into that
1: shit. Is Grey Worm the stallion that will matter the tuned. world? Or Daenerys's <laughs> The answer is yes. Yeah. And I like how whenever like Daenerys says something, she's like, "How could you do this?" And Miri Mazur just goes like, "I literally
2: a fucking told you what would happen from the get go."
1: Not only she's like, "Only death can pay for life." I told you what would happen. It's blood magic. You told me, my la- you told me, lady. She doesn't say my lady or my lady. She just says lady, which actually oh yeah, is she's
2: so stone cold about it. And it's like it, like she she knew a long time ago that she was about to. Fucking die. So like she's just mm-hmm. being so fucking calm cool collected about it and I love it. I love Miriam Azdor.
1: She's like, take me to see my Drogo, show me what I bargained for. And one of my favorite jokes of all time to make is one time I was like, Hey Kim, do you wanna see my Cal Drogo impression? And she's like, Sure And I bet you thought I was gonna be like Itunny But I just like stood staring with the blank face. And that's my favorite joke I've ever told. It's a good joke, man. <laughs> it's a good joke. Uh, so yeah, that's my official Cal Drogo impression, is just staring kind of cross-eyed into the <laughs> distance. <laughs> he gets Never
2: progressively died? more cross-eyed as this episode goes on.
1: He's He just, like, his direction for this is just, okay, all you have to do is lay there. and Just pretend there's a balcony right ahead of you and just... But Jason Momoa is, like, physically not capable of this. He has to tr- be overacting at all times. Yeah, if he stops moving, so, he like, dies. Even if, he j- even if he's just staring forward, it's like, cross-eyed with <laughs> his mouth agape. Like, he just has to be yeah. over the top somehow. Like, his dick is just
2: helicoptering right off camera the whole time. <laughs> yeah, There's there is a lot of speculation about Mary Mazador's, like, when the sun sets in the east and when the seas go dry and all that shit
1: I think I think she's just saying like she like, like in anything. the
2: show it is definitely just a fuck you like
1: yeah, it is I so clearly also think that's what it is yeah but it is just like oh i told you lady not like oh never she just had to date it like when the sun sets here and caldro goes dick helicopter like then it'll happen <laughs> Like, uh, and, and Daenerys I, I don't, I don't, never, lady. How could yeah, you? she's like,
2: you knew the price, as if fucking Miri didn't tell her that five fucking seconds ago.
1: And I just want to know why Caldrogo Drogo is so far away. Yeah,
2: he, I mean, I guess he seems to like the sun, but, like, he doesn't need so much alone but, time. But, like,
1: how, how do they know that? Yeah.
2: It's What's not it even not? like he makes he a noise work. when he likes it.
1: Like he can't do shit. It's just Jorah make, making more shit up. Yeah. He's like, oh, after uh, blood magic is performed, the corpse likes to roast in the oh. sun. Like, uh, buddy. we should.
2: I think he likes it when we go to a shy. <laughs> I think we should go to a shy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we should probably take him to a shy. I'm sure they'll know what to do with him there. <laughs> Lots of sun. Lots of sun. Lots of sun in <laughs> the <laughs> shadowlands of a shy.
2: Yeah, we should pass under the shadow to where there's lots lots of natural sunlight. And
1: there was some line that Daenerys reads that just sounds so bad. I think she just says, like, I have nothing more to fear of this woman. Yeah. Or something like that. Uh Uh-huh. That it just sounded so bad. Mm Mm-hmm. So the whole time she's on the screen this episode, I'm just thinking, like, is she a bad actress? Yeah, because, like, this is kind of, Is it Daenerys, or is it the actress? It's, hu- it's
2: hard, because especially, like, season one is, like, her best material, you know? Because after this, it's just, like, her, like, pretending to be a like or, or being a queen. But, like, you, you don't see her internal monologue, which is, like, the, the most interesting stuff in the books. So you just see, like, the facade that's really boring and formal. So we have a very limited, like, actual... Knowledge of her actual range because she doesn't actually like become super emotional ever again. Really,
1: mm-hmm. so it's it's tough to say. And I just like they are trying so hard to make Miriam Azdura a bad guy. Man, dude, this sticks like, in my craw real bad.
2: Like she's so clearly and, fucking like the good person in this scenario.
1: Like I she's know. like she's like. Not only did she say I was going to do bad magic and it wouldn't work, I told you not to come in. Not only did you come in, you came in having a baby. Yeah, and like and, and she's like, like but I saved you.
2: Yeah, and she's like oh but but Drogo fucking you you said you would save Drogo. And like even in the books like she makes him this like cold compress and shit for his like wound mm-hmm. and he just fucking rips it off cuz it's itchy and shit. Like they yeah. fuck it up every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And they're like you fucking burned my temple, and you turned everybody that I know into a pile of heads. And also, your child was going to burn every temple in the world and trample cities into dust.
1: So yeah, also I was also I was triple raped. Yeah, so, like uh, you didn't you didn't really do yeah that much. not a whole lot of saving. Mm-hmm. But I saved your life. Only yeah.
2: So this is the point where Danny learns an important lesson about how li- a full life is important rather than just the preservation of it. And she doesn't do anything bad to an innocent person later this episode because she's a good guy. Hmm. Yeah. I'm sure a vast majority of our listeners are like big Daenerys people because like she's she's very popular. But oh my god, this the, like this whole thing book and show just like pisses me off a lot because like it just it's so glossed over. Like, and, you know, there might be another character who, say, like, burns people, and he gets a lot of shit for it, but this is never really kind of brought up as, like, maybe a little bit comparable, or even, like, even, like, a Grey character, it's always like, no, 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 she was justified, like, Mary killed her fucking husband or son
1: or whatever. Like, Mary didn't do anything, (laughs) like... Even without her, he would have Yeah,
2: like, this, like, what happened to Danny's baby happens to Targaryens a lot. Like, they have half-dragon, like, fucked-up babies, quite, like, it's, it's like a genetic thing in the books. And, and yeah, like, Drogo fucked up
1: on his own. Like, maybe when your husband got cut by the guy, he shouldn't have pushed it in harder and then never treated it.
2: Yeah, maybe he shouldn't have been dropping his weapons during the whole fight. Maybe he (laughs) should have learned what fucking armor was, bro, like, come on.
1: Yeah, but armor is for horses. I either. know, I know.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it
1: pisses me off. Mhm. <clears throat> My last note for this is just Danny is just an asshole, right? Like, yeah,
2: like, and like, you know, I'm not saying like don't like Danny, but like, she's she's at least a lot more gray than like, especially the show like portrays her as. Like John and especially Tyrion and Daenerys are like a lot more gray. In the books. And they're a lot more interesting for it. Like, it's a lot more. You know, it's a lot more interesting than just, like, pure white Savior Daenerys, you know. But that's neither here nor there. I'll be complaining about it for the next 35 episodes. So, mm-hmm. buckle up.
1: Let's go to the wall. Let's get out of here. Yeah, so. Where uh, Sam actually is. Yeah,
2: John's ready for dessert, and Pip is like, so is Sam, you know, the gag. And. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You'd yeah, you, you've been with you us know, for long enough. You get it. Uh uh-huh. And, like, I I kind of was like, I was doing something else. I think I was still writing all my notes about how much I hate Danny from the last scene. And I just hear Kim laughing, and I'm like, what happened? She's just like, Sam is just so weak. He sucks. <laughs> like, just laugh, like, just laughing at Sam, because John's like, I have to go. I'm running away. And Sam just like, ugh. <laughs> like, he can't do anything. <laughs> I, I won't let you it's like, yeah, you he will, just, bro. Like,
2: and he just rides the fuck right over him. Yeah. And then Ghost is
1: like, hey, I'm coming too. And then, yeah, Ghost, we see him.
2: Yeah, Ghost He's is, right man, I really like, I really like the direwolves. And they kind of, like, it's nice that they included Ghost in that scene. But, like, I wouldn't have been surprised if Ghost wasn't even, like, a part of it. Just because it seems like the Dire Wolves are kind of afterthoughts, so even at this oh, point. Oh,
1: man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to write uh, Ghost versus Diamond Dog. Fanfare. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I think Diamond Dog would win.
2: I'd be interested in hearing your justifications at length.
1: Okay, one, uh, Diamond Dog is, well, like, what does Ghost do? Like, he can fight things, right? Yeah. And
2: he's also, like, super swift and, like.
1: Okay, he, but does he have an eye patch? Uh, I mean, they never say that he doesn't. Diamond Dog. But he, he does have a confirmed eye patch. Eye patch. Also, Diamond Dog knows how to get into and out of a helicopter. Okay. And uh, you can equip him with armor, and he can hold a knife in his mouth and stab people with the knife.
2: Mm. Now, um, do any of Snake's forms, uh, solid, liquid, what have you, do they allow for warging into Diamond Dog?
1: Okay, well, they're not forms, they're different snakes. Let's get that okay, out. I have never
2: played, so... Liquid I thought it was like Snake. a Splatoon thing.
1: No. Sol- Solid Snake is one person. There's also Liquid Snake and Solid Snake. Okay, so Liquid
2: Snake takes the form of, of whichever box he's hiding under.
1: No. Liquid Snake dies. Spoilers. This, this These games are like all ten years old. He dies in Metal Gear Solid 1. So they, His arm is transplanted uh, onto revolver so, ocelot.
2: So does Solid Snake drink the
1: Emperor? Is that kind of what we're looking for? Solid Snake drinks the Emperor, he, then he becomes Got the it. Emperor, and then the next Emperor must drink him. Now it makes sense. But, l- l- yeah, let, me, yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me get... Liquid Snake's arm is transplanted onto Revolver Ocelot. Liquid Snake then, his personality, takes over Revolver okay. Ocelot.
2: And Revolver Ocelot so is of, neither a gun of, nor an animal, Revolver
1: Ocelot is a person. No, he okay, he's a man. So, kind of, Liquid Snake warged into Revolver Ocelot in a way. Ah... So, what this really means is that Diamond Dog wins. I mean, yeah,
2: I don't, you know, I don't know enough about Diamond Dog to dispute it, um, and, you know, when it, when it comes to, like, which is the better dog, like you know, if, like... I
1: actually know a lot about Metal Gear bullshit, but it's also kind of like I can make anything up and it would probably be convincing. Oh, yeah, like,
2: like, I'll, so. I'll fight to the death on, like, Air Bud could beat Diamond Dog in any sport, except for, like, maybe paintball, but... But like yeah,
1: paintball and maybe like MMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's what's the show about? This is the Metal Gear Solid fan cast. <laughs> uh, memes without borders. Mixed I'm your host. Mi- ooh, Ed. ooh, ooh! Mixed martial art is what it would be called. Airbud six mixed martial art. That's our title.
2: Whew. I was like, oh god, I need to. That was like my my goal for the last thirty seconds. Whew. glad I got that out
1: uh
2: okay Shade yeah Shade funny the horror. Funny Whore happens
1: why does she say that?
2: because like she like Tyrion just like tells her that she can't come and then she says something and he just starts laughing at her like he like does the whole <laughs> like scoff laugh at her
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she says am I a clown? do I amuse you? and he's like um I, I don't get this reference <laughs> yeah. And then she says she's a funny whore. And, yeah. So, like I Im- mean, like immediately. Well, my father says I can't take you, so I won't take you. Shay's a funny whore. All right, let's go. Yeah. All right. You are pretty funny. <laughs> you convinced me. I think she actually just like grabs his dick, and he's like, "Oh, yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Is, I'm pretty sure that's what he sounded like. <laughs> that's what most people sound like, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then what? I happening? was like Sam, like.
2: I was like, okay, I've done the pip gag enough. And, like, even last time I was like, you know, the gag, like, whatever. Like, I think we're done here. We've we kind of wrung all that, all the jokes out of that. And then he drops, luckily you've got plenty of padding, because he fucking just gets clotheslined by a tree real hard.
1: Yeah, this tree just hits him with the Fucking ring. lariato. Sam is out for the three count. And everyone just... Yeah, even out. John, like, stops to watch. Yeah. <laughs> And he ducks under that, like, that branch,
2: and he's like, Oh, this is gonna be fucking sick.
1: <laughs> he turns around and he says, Oh, nice selling. <laughs> and then uh, And then they all just start saying the night's watch words like
2: Yeah, it's oh, kinda
1: weird. Like I know how it does. Yeah, it's like kinda
2: of weird and culty a little bit. But I mean, you know, it's kinda of yeah. what it is.
1: And like consider this. You were just gifted one of like two and a half Valyrian steel swords. For saving your commander's yeah. life and your was
2: like, away with it. Oh, I was gonna give it to my son, but you know, he like you know, left unceremoniously and that really killed me. So uh
1: Yeah, he left and he, he ran away and brought great dishonor to his family and he had his duties that he didn't do, and now he's forever hated by everyone. Bastard <laughs> Yeah. And then and then kind John's just like Okay, I'll go back. I guess you're my brothers, because you said all that weird cult shit, so what am I gonna do? Like who am I? To argue that. Yeah, because I'm Jon Snow and I don't know much.
2: Or whatever the line yeah. is.
1: <laughs> they all say <laughs> they all say the words in Unison and Jon Snow looks into the camera and he says, I know very little.
2: And <laughs> the scene ends. I'm no honor student. Thanks for watching. <laughs>
1: And then So
2: um Danny doesn't know how pillows work. Yeah, she's like, Alright, I'm gonna prop up your neck with
1: this pillow, but she does it wrong. She puts it on the wrong side. <laughs> like, remind me of this. In the book, doesn't she try to fuck him back to life?
2: Oh, I like, think she does, I like doesn't she? Happens.
1: She's like, I can't get him up. She's like, I'm yeah. she slaps him and it doesn't work and she puts water on him, she's like, Maybe I should sit she's on like this like my dip. vagina,
2: remember this? Like,
1: Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Remember this? Huh? Yeah. Uh? And he's just still, like, nothing Yeah. Vos. Vos! <laughs> Did you just say something? Vos. Uh.
2: It looks like way it closes It's just like in middle school Spanish when I learned how to say no habla ingles.
1: Mm hmm. And that was your goof the entire year? Yeah,
2: and I was like, "That's why? Why would I like need to know that?" It's kind of shitty.
0: Yeah. But yeah,
2: Danny does a cheap <laughs> Bromson on him a little bit.
1: Mm. She smothered him with that, with like such a fancy pillow.
2: It like it really did not look like a like temporally appropriate Bay of Stoic Rock pillow. Like it was like they went to Target five minutes before the shot. We're just like, fuck, 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 we don't have any pillows. And,
1: I don't know if you noticed it, but, like, she, she's smothering him, and he is dying so hard. It's like He's like, I, I finally to get to move. Violently. Yes, fuck, I've been waiting so something. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing everything he could just to stop yelling.
2: He was just like, oh, I haven't burned calories in so long, and he tried to burn as many calories as possible.
1: And that's how the mighty Caldrigo dies. Smothered with a target pillow. Hmm. Yeah. Gone, but right not right forgotten.
2: Right <laughs> Gone, honestly, like, too
1: late, because he was a piece of shit. But, man, he was a cool piece yeah. of shit. Well, he enjoyed his time on screen. Yeah. And everyone else in the world hated him because he can. Yeah. And rightfully so, good. but... Man,
2: love that jingle bell
1: ponytail, man! You
2: fucking killed it. Mm-hmm.
1: Jingle bell ponytail. <laughs> Dothraki be rock. Yeah. Uh oh, and then we get the best Picel scene of all time. Oh man,
2: <laughs> what a good scene
1: of him telling the story. That it's just nowhere. like Roz was like visiting her granddad
2: at a nursing home. And it's just like, ah, oh, is this story over?
1: I I knew every king to ever live, and we were all very close to one another. <laughs> Treason must be weeded out at the source. And Roz is just falling asleep as Yeah. That.
2: And like it didn't it didn't click in my head that, that like oh it's because Roz is a spy for Littlefinger and she's trying to get information. Like, that didn't click to me in my head at all, until it was, like, pointed out to me later on. Like, I just thought she was, like, trying to fuck, and...
1: I just figured, like, oh, she had... If someone has to be naked in a scene, it's most likely... Yeah, it's like,
2: oh, well, it's, it's her, Pisel, so... Legally, we have... Every fourth scene has to have some genital.
1: Do we got... we got any titties on this episode yet? I, I, um... Uh There are... No, no. Yeah. Alright, get Rosin here. If I sell your scenes up. Like, originally, it was just him talking to no one. Yeah. So they're like, hmm, how can we spice this up a little bit? Just, yeah, tedious. Yeah. We'll save the talking about nothing to no one for Davos. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and then he does, like, a backflip and stretches... Yeah! And gets out of there. Yeah,
2: I, for, I forgot that they actually have like, the revelation that he was faking his chronic oldness. Because there is a deleted scene where, like, he... Like, in season three, where, like, he comes across Tywin while he's, like, skinning a fish and doing a big metaphor, and, like, he lifts his, like, he lifts his hump away and, like, is like, hey, I'm actually, like, a normal 50-year-old guy, but I'm old so that people don't, like, suspect me or something. Like, there's no real payoff to it, but it's just kind of neat that he's just, like, oh, this is, like, that's actually, like, he's hamming it up. mm mm-hmm.
1: And I like how he, like, he cracks every bone in his body, he does, like, he does his calisthenics, and then right before he leaves, he just gets back into, like... <laughs> yeah, gotta get that blood pumping. <laughs> he hunches over and walks out very yeah. More, more great selling from like uh, yeah. characters in the show.
2: So, Littlefinger's counting the swords on the Iron Throne. Thinking about
1: how he's gonna he's fuck like, that chair. Man, there's gotta
2: be a million of them. <laughs>
1: And then, like, do they just all spend their time looking at this chair? Yeah, I... Because Varys shows up. It's like, if you're if
2: you're in the north, you're always doing archery. And if you're in King's Landing, you're always just looking right at the empty throne. And, and
1: Varys is like, oh, I see you're looking at that chair. And then the finger's just like, yes, but you have no balls. And I spend all my time thinking about your no balls. Yeah, like,
2: this scene, really, like, Littlefinger of Era scenes are, are, like, very, like, critically acclaimed, and, like, I like them, but they're a whole lot of just fucking nothing. Like, yeah. if it's basically, the scripts are just, like, me BSing until I reach the word count of my philosophy essay. It's just, it's... Mm nothing is ever accomplished, nothing is ever said. It's just words for the sake of words.
1: Yeah, like, the content means absolutely nothing. It's just kind of like, look, these two kind of cool characters are talking.
2: Yeah, it's just like a spy versus spy That's thing.
1: It. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing ever happens. It's just them being like, you have no balls. Well, no one likes you, whore man. Yeah. And then they just walk out.
2: And it annoyed me that Barris described Littlefinger as a man with great ambition and no morals. Because like, yeah, that makes sense. But that's also exactly how d d describes Stannis. They're like, all, all he cares about is his, amb- is his ambition. He doesn't care about any moral things. He just, he wants that throne. And it's like, how fucking different a little thing from Stannis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Stannis would never, would never talk about his dick or fucking the throne, ever.
1: Stannis does not talk about fucking at all.
2: It's mine by right. No, no. Oh, no. Yucky. Yeah, yeah, that's too yucky for him.
1: And then, so all this happens, we're introduced to the the wizard from Harry Potter. <laughs> and, uh. Like, I like how it's Ari. Like, no one ever says Harry, regardless of where she is. Yeah. The thing so is,
2: Ari. Like, literally the only time anyone identifies Arya as a girl is when she's actively trying to look like a boy. Like, which, Like yeah. whichever, however she presents, it's always the exact fucking opposite end of the spectrum.
1: Yeah, like, okay, boy, you're a boy now, you have short hair. Like, all season, and she was running Hot around, Pie. and, like, every... Hot Pie walks up, and he's like, hey, little girl! Yeah!
2: <laughs> I love that they kept him, uh, I knocked him down and kicked him in the balls, and I kept kicking him until he was dead. That's, I that's, kept kicking him until he was. He dead. kicked him in the balls until he was dead, and that's actually ripped straight from the books. Which is it so is. like, like we we have to we have to also note when just like amazing, not beautiful lines are ripped straight from the books. Like that's such a
1: because ugh. like that's what that character would say. Like some poor kid who's trying to be tough would probably say he kicked a dude in the balls until he died. Yeah. Like. <laughs> And I, like, like, I remember I was watching it so hard for the first time, when it, uh, first aired, when he's like, oh, you better be careful, you'll end up in a cart with these guys, and it's, like, two mean-looking guys and conveniently face-covered yeah, who they R. hadn't
2: cast yet,
1: I guess, so yeah. it's just, like... Yeah, th- I think that actually was it, like, they didn't cast that character yeah, yet. he's just they full just Scott Steiner. With his face, <laughs> with, with his, like, a cloth over his head. yeah. And a thing I forgot about is the adventures of Ari and Gendry. Yeah, I I love that, like, like... I totally
2: forgot. Like, the armor just, like, got sick of hunky-ass Gendry for some reason. Get out of here, Gendry. Your smile's just too beautiful. We don't need you anymore.
1: I, I think... I feel like he was onto something.
2: Yeah, I, there's, like, a... I, 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 I saw something the other night that, like... It's later, like, Varys says that it, like he moved Gendry away from danger and got him out of King's Landing somehow. And we know that he was moonlighting in the books as like the person that was feeding Yor and the guards, or feeding him the prisoners and yeah. shit. So like, even
1: even if like even if there wasn't some grand conspiracy about it, I figured like, okay, the armorsmith guy's like, okay, the old hand of the king who was a traitor was looking for this kid. I don't want yeah. any like trouble. Just get out of here. Like I don't. Yeah, want like
2: both business. people who were looking yeah. for him got murked within like six months of each other.
1: Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Jorin Jor- yeah. too. Mm. And Yorin does give A Winter Is Coming. He sure does. Which is the... F- I, I don't... I'd have to check on the count. I couldn't find it in my notes, <laughs> but I feel like it's like the sixth or six. Yeah. Around there. So, uh, Gior is real fussy about
2: his ham breakfast.
1: Mm-hmm. Just... I, I just write you're talking some sense into this yeah thing. he actually he has a
2: really great speech that like i completely also forgot about like it's a real like there's mm-hmm. swelling music and it's like are you a little coward boy or are you a man of the Night's watch and it's like we're taking the entire third like a third of the strength of the Night's watch and we're gonna go find your uncle and like it's a really fucking great one it is yeah pretty
1: cool and I like how that's like the big cliffhanger. Like we're going beyond the wall, and then they spend like four seasons. Yeah. And also,
2: it's like, oh yeah, you deserted, but that's like fine, whatever.
1: He's like, yeah, like I know, like why do you think I let your friends run after you, idiot? Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> Everyone deserts sometime, and then they come back. Except when they yeah. don't. And yeah, they're like, we're going beyond the wall, and that's how bad ends. Not the whole season, just Nightswatch up. And then we go to end with the more Daenerys stuff where Jorah gets his first kiss. (laughs) And just a little on the cheek and he's like fucking nice, dude. Wait till the guys online hear about this. And I'm like,
2: Danny puts the eggs on the pyre and Jorah's like "Danny, I know it hurt to Lego your Rego but scrambled eggs won't replace it.
1: Like what was her plan? I don't know,
2: man. It's (laughs) I mean there are like a couple like thoughts that I that could justify it, but like it's still real mysterious.
1: Like uh, was she trying to make the eggs catch? Was she like trying to Like she says that like
2: She doesn't want Miri's screams, only her life. So, like, if she understands that, like, only death can pay for life, then, like, maybe Miri's sacrifice would mean the dragons would wake. I don't know, man.
1: I just, I just love, she's, like, Daenerys says the things, like, and the last thing, like, something, the last thing you hear will be your screams or something, and then... Yeah! You won't hear me! No, you won't! Yeah! Yeah! And then she's like no no I will like, I w- I definitely will. She's like I will I will hear your suffer. No 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 you won't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so good. I'm not mad. This is fine. <laughs> yeah, and that was like the most Joffrey line like close up on her face. I don't want your son. Oh my
2: And it's like wow, what a great savior and a nice person. What a what a protagonist. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she frees all the slaves And then is immediately like, hey Jorah Tie that fucking innocent woman to the Fucking pyre, and Jorah is like Is clearly, has his reservations About it, and she's like You literally gave me your life, I Fucking command you to do it
1: You don't have a fucking Choice, and Yes, well, another thing Doesn't he keep calling her, like, my princess In this episode? Yeah Like, why? Wow. I don't know she's, I guess she's not Khaleesi anymore, but still Something I noticed.
2: So yeah, Jorah's like, anyway, I'm not just gonna stand there and watch you burn. Then he's like, it's all right. She likes the way it hurts. And um... Hmm. so yeah, Mary start Mary starts screaming.
1: And I have to admit, like, I guess because I knew what was gonna happen, instead of watching this scene in its entirety, I was reading your Airbud post. <laughs> yes. About the plot of Airbud and how some kids. Oh my god, dude, replace. it's so.
2: I can't fucking open Yik Yak without seeing that shit. It's so irritating.
1: <laughs> you mean people saying, imagine being the kid that got replaced, not reposting your entire.
2: Oh like, no, I fucking something. wish people would repost that pieces.
1: <laughs> but yeah, people
2: are like, oh, it's a funny goofing and gag and one liner, and like. But like, fuck you. Mitch Hedberg would never pull that shit.
1: Like even even if you were the kid that got pulled, so Airbud Airbud the dog can join the game. Like the dog fucking That's won. That's a the great game. fucking story. Like, are you gonna take that? Shot? Yeah. No.
2: And it's like Airbud doesn't even fucking make the game winning shot. Like he's like he's the point. Like he's basically the point man, and like he gets the plays together. But like it's fucking Josh who was already on the squad. Watch the fucking movie.
1: <laughs> Watch the fucking, Watch the fucking, fucking movie. movie. Tune into my future podcast, Bud for Buds. Airbud versus Diamond Dog versus Ghost Threat yeah. match. No disqualification. <laughs> Which means, would mean, uh, like, a- a- any dog could bring in their weapon of choice. So, Airbud could bring in any yeah, sports. Ain't no rule uh, say a dog can't bring, like, a
2: lacrosse thing or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, uh, Diamond Dog would this bring his. Brock Lesnar MMA gloves. His armor. His armor, his, his Brock Lesnar gloves, his knife in his mouth, and then Ghost would uh, sit there with the red eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't even appear because he know, like Ghost knows he wouldn't win the right. fight, so the plot doesn't require him to be there. <laughs> so he yeah. would not show up. Uh, what happens? There's a fire. Okay, my favorite thing about this
2: scene is like it cuts to like from Danny walking into the fire to like the next morning. And there's this implication that, like, Danny walked into the fire, and everybody just kind of stood around, got bored, and went to sleep. Yes. Yeah. Because then, like, everybody sleeps, like wakes up at once, and they're like, oh, Danny's still alive, and also there are dragons. But, like, they didn't do shit. Like, they were just like, well.
1: Like, you're not even going to, like, even if you saw her go into the fire and thought she died, you're just going to be like, oh, all right? This looks like a nice place to... Uh... Yeah, you'd be
2: like, oh, my master just fucking killed herself. I guess we should maybe leave? Like, maybe help her? No? Let's hang out. Yeah, let's just see what happens. See if those eggs are still around, maybe. You might be able to take them to the Shadowlands of Ashai.
1: The Shadow of Ashai. And then, uh, she walks out and has her titties out, and all of her hair, and then... Yep, all of her, even Uh, those eyebrows. Jorah says, blood of my blood. And then they use the entire budget on that one dragon.
2: Yeah, Drogon, like, screams a hell of a lot.
1: Which, allow me to get, like, fantasy dick nerd about this. These are wyverns. Mm. They're not dragons. Please explain. Okay, wyverns, dragons, traditional dragons, dragon-ass dragons, walk on four legs and have wings on top of their backs. These dragons have two legs and then wings connected to their front legs. So it looks like they're flapping their arm wings rather than flapping back wings. Uh-huh. So okay, yeah. so I mean they're basically still fucking dragons, but so like, like I always imagined four legged dragon with so wings like
2: Charizard up. he has like stubby T Rex arms and wings separately.
1: Th- that's more of like a dragon. Yeah. Okay,
2: and where does where does Trogdor fall into this? Because he has both wings and one arm.
1: Trogdor <laughs> he burninates the countryside. Yeah, there's there's no records because
2: it's immediately yeah, burninated.
1: Lost Lost to history. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of season one. door burning yeah, the countryside. All the peasants. We made it.
2: Fucking did it, dude.
1: We did it. It's all downhill from here. Shows over. Yeah, actually, no, no, yeah, no. yeah.
2: Season one wasn't my favorite, but like this was a really yeah. solid season.
1: It's actually, I feel like. It's the the like uh the peak is like season three, yeah, and then we get a little bit of a few dips and ups and downs in season four, and then it's just constant death. Just death
2: constant, yeah.
1: Like, so just say season four, episode nine. After that, we're just we're going down, down in an early. Yeah, we're night. going
2: down, down, like, down to Mephisto's Cafe. Yeah, I don't know any other Uh... Or, Ska. (sighs) Uh, Um, Baby, are you down, 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 down? That's almost pop punk.
1: Yes, basically the same thing. That's Game of Thrones. Pop punk, Ska. Down. Terrible. (laughs) Just terrible. It's the... (laughs) Game of Thrones is the Ska of TV shows. Oh, that's... That's and that really There true. was one point when it was really popular and super cool, and then it just got kind of embarrassing. Yeah, right after
2: the third wave, it was just, eh.
1: Yeah, enough already. Eight seasons? <laughs> really? Eight seasons of this? Do you have a. Um, I do. Warg, Warg,
2: Warg, Warg of the Week, Warg of the Week. Warg of, of the Week, that was my Kim impression.
1: <laughs> Wait. Let me. Let me try. Let me get into Kim mode. Oh, War
2: <laughs> Wow, man, that was really good. Thanks. So, um, all right. So, I don't know if you're familiar uh, with a the little theory called uh, D plus D equals T. Not well. Really. Fucking uh, strap on in because I've been saving this one for the season finale. Mhm. So, um. Are you familiar with *Oedipus Rex*? Yes. All right, well, good start. King's Landing bears a lot of similarity to Thebes, which is the setting of *Oedipus Rex*. Oh, there's a lot of, you know, the, there's a lot of uh, numerology about seven. Like, there's seven kingdoms, seven who's, gods. Who's gonna fuck uh, their mom? Shrapan, um, and like seven gated Thebes. So, all right. So we know that King's Landing is Thebes. So who is Oedipus then? So, we gotta look at Oedipus' character. It has to be someone who ruled over the region as a king, or at least like a king of hand or something. Someone who has, like, abnormal swollen feet, because Oedipus means swollen foot. Someone who's hated by the townsfolk despite saving the town. Someone who's disowned Is by their this father. Of... Is this about Doran? A no, actually, even though I know abnormal swollen makes you think of Doran. Um mm-hmm. Someone who's, like, disowned by their father, who once considered murdering them as an infant. I know what you're all thinking. Tyrion, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, Tyrion is Oedipus in this situation. So, Tyrion's Oedipus. But you might be thinking, but Brooks, uh, his mom, Joanna, is dead. So how can, he, how can he get it on with her? Well, what if Joanna isn't Tyrion's real mom? What if there were a surrogate pregnancy? And, Lyanna, stop. No, but I do need you to, like, double strap in on this one, because I'm going to take you on a ride.
1: Uh, uh, Alright, I'm putting on my five-point harness and my, like... Yeah. Lock all the doors in your house. What
2: if there were a surrogate okay. pregnancy? Enter
1: Daenerys.
2: Now, what? before now, before we get into it, we need to look at the incredible similarities between Tyrion and Rago, Daenerys's alleged child. Some Miriam Mazador says that the child's like hideously deformed, half human, almost like the you know they always call Tyrion half man. Um, they say that he's. They say that he's, like, twisted, and Tyrion is also always called a twisted little monkey demon and a twisted little monster, and it's said that when Tyrion was born, just like Rago, he had a stiff, curly tail, and he was scaly and winged, and when Tyrion was the hand of the king, he had the king's scales under his jurisdiction. So there's a lot of connections between Tyrion and Rhaego. So, um, so, you may be asking next, how did Tyrion act as a surrogate to Joanna since they were never actually alive at the same time? And my answer to that is Miri Mazdur, that's how. Miri talks a lot about the nature of time and how it's possible to reverse time. Uh, in her prophecy, she talks about how when the sun rises in the, rises in the west and sets in the east, then he will return to you not before. A clear reference to turning back time. If you imagine a sunset rising in the west, setting in the east, that's like a classic like time travel going back kind of uh, motif. Even Quaithe talks to Danny about time travel. Uh, She says to go forward, you must go back. You must go back in time. Something from the past needs to come to the future. And something from the future. You have to
1: go back. Exactly.
2: Something from the future must make its way back to the past. That something is Rago, who Miri transplants back in time into Joanna's already occupied womb by using Drogo's soul.
1: We have to set Rago to 88 miles per hour.
2: We have to, yeah, we have to get enough gigawatts and then send Rego using the power of Drogo's soul. And Rego <laughs> thus, like, kills and absorbs his biological father. Um, back in the past, Joanna's genuine fetus is not delivered and remains dead for years until Miri di- blood magics the baby back into the present. And then Danny delivers the, like, decaying baby. Because Miri says that the fetus that is Joanna's that Danny delivered had been dead for years. And, like, time is weird in Westeros. We know that seasons are a little fucked up, but, like, you don't give birth to, like, years-old dead babies unless there's some time travel involved. So, a little recap.
1: It just doesn't
2: happen. It just doesn't happen. So, using Drogo's soul, Miri transported Rago's fetus back in time, where he's delivered by an already pregnant Joanna. Joanna's fetus doesn't make it. The collateral blood magic causes this fetus to resemble Rego and it begins to decay. So after being dead for years, Miri sends it back to the future and delivers it from Danny's womb. Back in the past, Rego gets named Tyrion. Tyrion lives as a Lannister for over 34 years. Even though he's already killed slash absorb his biological father Drogo, Tyrion—this is a little spoiler for season four if you're still on this ride— uh, Tyrion uh, completes the Oedipal part where he kills his adoptive father Tywin. Tyrion then returns to Danny to complete Miri's prophecy. This is, a, this is still unfinished, but it's expected that Tyrion is going to marry Daenerys, his mother. So, the prophecy... Um, so, wait. Tyrion... The, okay, the prophecy is completed by where the series is now. Tyrion, through her husband's soul, is about to return to her. So, what does that mean? The half-man, Tyrion, is the stallion who mounts the world. Mary Masdur created the rift in space-time to do a little fetus swap, making Rago and Tyrion the same person, and creating a prophecy where he becomes destined to marry da- Daenerys,
1: his mother. And that's, uh... So, whenever I hear a theory that involves create a rift in space-time... Confirmed. Yeah. 100%. If your theory involves time travel... If it involves alternate universes, it's always true.
2: Yeah, so, like...
1: They're, you can't prove otherwise.
2: Yeah, people are, like, wondering what what Tyrion's endgame is going to be, because, like, is he going to ride the dragon? Like, but there's already three people who we want to ride the dragon. Like, we want, like, uh, Danny and John to fuck and, like, Brandal to one. So where does Tyrion fit in? He doesn't. He's the stallion who mounts the world. He's a separate guy. Maybe he's a Zorahai. Maybe he's yes. a Zora High.
1: Just fucking imagine, like, at some point, George R. R. Martin, like, cannot continue the series, and he's just, he's, like, on his deathbed, and he's, like, finally, he's answering questions, finally. and someone's, like, so, so, like, what, what, uh, what was the main goal of this? Like, what, what is about this plot? And he's, like, okay. Mary Mazdor opened the portal. He's, like, space-time. okay,
2: you've seen Back to the Future, right? And then he flatlines. Yeah.
1: That's it. Confirmed. <laughs> Borg of the Week. <laughs> uh, we got a couple of questions. All right. So if you have questions, send them to postgot at com or postgameofthrones.tumblr.com. Uh, our friend of the show, Anonymous, <laughs> with a couple of questions. Our only week. friend. First one, do you have any tips for someone who wants to make a podcast? How do you start?
2: Um... Well, our method was kind of like, I, I believe it was me joking about how post-Game of Thrones would be a really good name for a podcast, and then Eddie being like, hey man, we should actually do that, and then Eddie kind of doing the legwork, so yeah. uh, just just make make a, make a friend who will do all the hard shit for you, and then come up with a cool name, or vice versa. If you don't have a cool name, do a bunch of hard shit, and call out to a friend and be like, hey... You got any got any cool names for, like, this Better Call Us All podcast
1: that I'm working on?
2: Uh-huh. So that's, uh...
1: Step one, find something who wants to talk about something you like with you. At least one. And my advice is make it about something.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because, like, don't just say, we're going to do a podcast. And yeah, like, it's, it's
2: really, like... It's really easy to be having fun at a party and be like, wow, this conversation's, like, really funny and interesting. Like, we should record this and make a podcast. But, like, the reality of it, the real tough love coming at your heart is, like, it's not not interesting enough to strangers, generally.
1: Like, people don't want to watch a YouTube video if it's more than three minutes. They're probably not going to want to listen to you who they don't know tell jokes for, like, an hour and a half. Yeah. At least off the bat, you know? Like, with no prior experience, like... Yeah, like, if you're, like, if you're
2: John and Hank Green, and you're like, hey, we should record a podcast where we just fucking talk about shit for an hour, then, like, yeah. But if you you don't have, like, kind of a base to build off of, it's kind of difficult.
1: So just talk about something you like. uh, Find someone else who wants to do it. And just do it, because it's something you feel like doing. Like, I... Usually, don't talk about Game of Thrones with people in real life because I their opinions are always bad and wrong. Yeah, you see, I have the opposite problem. So now, I now I now I get to have uh, like my own sounding chamber where I just hear all the things I want to hear, and no one can. See yeah,
2: me. it's really great. Eddie's so much more supportive than any of my real life friends because they're all just like, "Why do you like the guy that does does bad things?" I don't know what a book is, and mm-hmm. so yeah, it's. Make make sure that you're doing it because it's fun and like you're not like growth is like it like you know building a base of
1: people is
2: possible. Like that it's, is
1: like yes, it's secondary to actually yeah, and like, like we have like we've don't you don't think you're going to be like I'm going to hit the big time with my podcast like <laughs> just do it and then if that happens that yeah it. like I've I've been blown away with
2: like the amount of support we've gotten and like you know we're no we're no bim bam but like it's cool that like. Mm just getting to a level where like a, every week like a couple people will send in some questions and like they are interested in your content like it's it's more rewarding than you think it is you know yeah really. it's like i like having a couple of people that I, I can that like listen to the show and can like send me their thoughts on skype and stuff so like you know uh my advice in all aspects of life is to set the bar low <laughs> <laughs> you gotta
1: start yeah. somewhere and then nothing can go wrong. Yeah. Well, expectations. Uh, Top to bottom. Yeah. Uh, next question, also from Anonymous, friend of the show, asks, the Game of Thrones edition of Risk is out. What would your strategy be, given that you could spend three hours reenacting failed Ironborn Rebellion? Um, my strategy
2: would be to say, hey, could we play a board game that I know how to play?
1: I've never played Risk. All I know is that like Australia well, is. it's important. like hey I have Futuramaopoly. Or Or it isn't. <laughs> I just know Australia is a big part of yeah. risk.
2: yeah uh, like I always want to play Stratego and nobody knows how to play Stratego. So I I at this point I would probably be like, hey, you wanna play like some Jackbox Party Pack? So you can play that instead. Yeah.
1: That would be a lot of fun. Uh also, just based on what I know about, like in Risk, the Ironborn Rebellion could probably succeed. Because I think the main reasons it didn't in real life was one, Balon thought no one would be on Robert's side, and two, Balon for some reason didn't think every single person in the world hates the Ironborn. Yeah. So, like, because in Risk, on a totally neutral playing field, they could probably, yeah. Have. Like
2: on Risk, there's no mutual. There's like. No trap card that just says Theon Greyjoy and fucks up the person who plays the trap card. Yeah. <laughs> now, if there was Game of Thrones Yu-Gi-Oh, now that's a whole nother story. Uh-huh. I could talk about that shit for hours. Oh, because... Uh-huh. Oh, holy shit. To release... Okay, so, like, Blue-Eyes White Dragon is, like, eight stars, I think, so you need two sacrifices for that. The Mad King Eris uh-huh. sacrificed two Starks. Was he trying to wake dragons from stone was he trying to bring out the blue eyes white dragon and fulfill the Azora high prophecy
1: hmm something to ponder what about what's the
2: exodia of, game of um Davos's five finger bones
1: <laughs> if you gather them all in the same place <laughs> you win immediately like you win the game of yes like Tyrion just slams him down on the floor and he, and whoever's the king at times like, "Well, okay, you got me. Enjoy." Yep. Yeah. And that's our uh, Metal Gear Solid HBO <laughs> Fancast post Game of Thrones. Thanks for listening. I'm Eddie. You can find me at Bro- Brock Tringle on Tumblr and Twitter.
2: And I'm Brooks. Uh, you can find me at Brooks has an Al on Twitter, series Jones on Tumblr. And uh, thanks for listening. I don't think we're I don't think we're planning on uh, going on like a hiatus between season one and season two. Are you good to like continue going through this? Yeah. Yeah. Like part of me, like I want to be like sentimental and like thanks for your support. Like I appreciate you know people going on this ride with us. But like, hey, we're gonna be back next week. So fuck it. Never mind. Yeah. We appreciate your support, but I'm not you gonna tell you about it for us. like another 36 weeks. Yeah.
1: You can't escape us, and I will never die.